just be growing up 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 
just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing up just be growing and you would give it to the lady at the counter which was Kathy I guess yeah and then they would come up with your product and you would buy it so you actually never got to see the product on the store floor except they had watches and jewelry, did they not? They, they did have some stuff on they display. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and then we would have to open the box because everybody would want to open the box. Yeah. To make sure that theirs wasn't damaged or yeah. whatever. Um, Lee Valley still follows this model. Their location is up on 51st Street. I worked with them for a while, and it's awesome. So you can go in. They have a computer now, so you can, like, 
pick out from the catalog on the computer and print it out or you can still go to the catalog and write it out by hand and then take it to the counter yeah and that's you know that's kind of what i remember doing is going into the the store and you know and and start seeing the catalog It'd be the catalog that would come in but the biggest thing about we're going to just go around star wars was the the wish book was the best thing ever to buy my Star Wars toys because I would just like circle everything and I would get maybe one of those, but it would be, you know, from Sears. We knew it was coming from Sears because the catalog meant everything, so. Yeah, there is something magical about the experience of having like the big Eaton's catalog or the wish book from Sears come to your house and then going through it and like, oh, what could I get? What like, what are the possibilities? Look at all this great stuff and then circling it and probably not getting any of it. But, you know, the, just the, the potential yes. of all these beautiful things was really excellent. And like kids don't get that now. They have a different experience. They, but yeah, I find yeah. how like... Okay, when I was a kid, it's like, you got a present on your birthday, you got a present at Christmas. If you were, like, really good and you had super cool parents or grandparents, you might get a little, like, extra candy at Easter or something on Valentine's Day. But, like, kids now, they get a present just because, like, they're out shopping. They get presents, like, every day. Um, I did get some Star Wars presents. Uh, my mom worked at Sears, and I would get like an action figure, like maybe once a month if I was good, and listen to my dad. But my dad, he was a bit of a tyrant, so I had to like listen to everything he did, and I had to eat the food he made me for breakfast, and it was hard, but <laughs> worth it, because I'd get an action figure, and that would be worth it for sure. I sometimes got figures going shopping, but I had to. A okay, it had a whole not a routine, but. I felt bad asking, but I really wanted to ask. I knew the prices at different stores. So if I wouldn't ask for a figure, I'd say, but I know here it's three ninety nine. Where <laughs> wherever else it's five twenty five. And there's only and there's only one of them and it's the first one I've seen. And usually it was. But that for me was the store experience, was that yeah. you would go to the toy aisle and you'd see, Oh, got it, got it. Oh, there's a whole bunch of the same figure and then all of a sudden there'd be that one Destro that was behind everything or whatever it was right and you think oh man so that was the exciting thing just finding that one random find in the in the store well and that's the thrill of the hunt still yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah at the same time though you definitely don't see the same amount of toys on the shelves that we did no. when we were kids no right now there's nothing for Star Wars I feel like they're holding everything back so that you know for Triple Force Friday there's nothing now and then they're gonna Flood the shelves well, on the I really hope they flood it. That's the best time yeah. is when I can go in and get what I want. And awesome. Yeah. And for the record, I know Destro is not Star Wars, but that was a memory I've had. Like, <laughs> no, that's, that's when good. When I bought Destro, that was a big yeah. day. Fair, fair enough, fair I, enough. I noticed also that your your youth had a bit of an accent or something coming out there. <laughs> yes, your, your child. The Speech child impediments that I grew out of. Yes, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, thrill of the hunt. Good luck to you on uh, Force Friday, Triple Force Can't Friday. Wait. And uh, we'll keep all of you listeners up to date on how that goes. In the meantime, we are going to hear from uh, Craig and Hank, and they are going to let us know how uh, Sask Expo was for them. Thanks, Jody, Craig, and Hank uh, sitting in here. We are going to talk about uh, a few things. We're going to talk about Expo a little bit, and then we're going to talk about some TV we're watching and some TV that we're looking forward to this fall. So uh, first of all, Hank, how was your Expo experience? I got a lot of steps in. I got my I got all my steps. Did you? My Apple Watch was digging away. Nice. Um, I had a blast. Um, everybody that I talked to had a blast. Um, I brought my kids for a little while, yeah. and my daughter got to meet Marina Sirtis. Like, 
Deanna Troy from Star. I thought I was excited about it. It was the first time that I've seen my daughter go like fangirl on anything, right? And she's just vibrating. Like, do you think she'll talk to me? I'm like, I bet if we go up there, she'll. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Should, could we? Oh, I don't know if I want to. And then we get up there. It was the coolest thing ever. It was well, cool. When I asked her about it, she was like, Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, so uh, I missed one panel there, and it just happened to be the panel that you were like right up. I hear you might have got tossed about by uh, by a Michael Rooker. I did. So I had a crazy weekend uh, just to dig back slightly but like I was supposed to host the Billy D Williams panel and then I woke up Saturday morning and got a message from the organizers that his agent is like insisting that his agent does it himself and so I was you know kind of a bit disappointed but it ended up working out because uh, the expo guys gave me like a free photo op with Billy D which they wouldn't have they didn't they weren't allowing photos of Billy outside of that so I wouldn't have got the normal pre-panel photo oh, that you always take sweet. of me with the people uh, and then so yeah I got a call so I was kind of disappointed or whatever but I was like whatever it is what it is uh, and then Saturday night I was out for dinner at Amigos there with my family and uh, I get a call from the organizer saying the guy that's supposed to do the Michael Rooker panel is cancelled so can you like come in it was like one of the guys from Kim's Convenience mm-hmm. was supposed to do the panel and I guess he was tired and didn't want to do it so I was like yeah sure so I did a bunch of research and uh, showed up for this panel I had all my little questions and everything and it just went off the rails but like in the best way possible so he uh, he comes out and he you know he was interacting awesomely with me and with the audience and everything but like he would somebody would ask him a story like what's your favorite Marvel movie and he'd be like I don't watch that crap he's and then he'd talk about like <laughs> what I like is turkey hunting and he'd talk about turkey hunting for like ten minutes and and deer ticks and weird things like that but then he was getting me to like throw stage punches at him and stuff and the guy's a black belt right so he's like grabbing me by the arm putting me in arm bars and twisting me around and throwing me around the stage and the audience is just eating it up and i started like hamming it up at that point too like interview michael rooker they said it'll be fun they said uh so yeah it ended up being like probably uh, no thanks to me i was just hanging on to the sides for dear life but it ended up being one of the probably the best panels like they've done in the past seven years of of expo in regina or saskatoon so does uh expo pay for your physiotherapy yeah. <laughs> maybe a little little massage therapy afterwards maybe, i should maybe some chiropractor type appointments i maybe? should check on that because i think my arm hasn't been, i got a bit of whiplash yeah. from it but uh That's but anyway he was really nice and then we went we actually went out back after and took a yeah he, i he love took that a selfie of yeah. us we had to kind of crunch crouch near a dumpster because the sunlight was in our face behind Prairie Land there. So it's like, it's nice to have those photo op pictures like I have with Billy D. but now I've got a picture of Michael Rooker and I crouching near a dumpster. You know, which I and think is fun. Uh, after meeting him, I feel like that's where he feels good, you know, like around the dumpster. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what gems we can find in here. Well, he's yeah. very like, uh, you know, like I met Marina Sirtis too. Uh, and I, I introduced her panel, uh, and she is very unlike her character from Star oh, Trek. 100%. She's like this cockney uh, woman that'll say anything as opposed to the sort of demure character. But Michael Rooker, he feels like Merle, kind of. Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, a nicer version of Merle, but like he's like this Alabama guy that's like, you know. <laughs> we uh, went to meet uh, Marina Sirtis there, and uh, her manager, agent guy, was like, oh, hey, and by the way, Hank is uh, his alter ego, is a uh, counselor and a therapist. And right. She's like, oh, so how did I do? Did I do the role justice? I went, oh, you know, pretty good. She's like, so before we started the show, I did some research. I read a book on Freud. I went, hey, that's pretty good. She's like, and by a book, I mean a chapter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by a chapter, I mean a page. So I went, hey, it worked out. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, she was really funny. But the accent's so cool. So yeah. Cool. yeah, it's yeah. bizarre hearing it yeah. come from her because you're used to that. Like, I actually thought 
because she's like she's from England, but she it does have Greek uh, blood in mm-hmm. her, and so I thought she would have a Greek accent, yep. just like you heard on Star Trek. And no, it's like, oh, where'd that come she's from? She's very yeah. Cockney, which is not even just an English accent. Mm-hmm. It's like a Cockney accent. Very you know? cool. So anyway, yeah, it was a. I think it was a great weekend, and uh, everybody had fun. So, uh, you know, yeah. good, good on our uh, Chris and Mike, our, our Sask Expo organizers, for putting something like that together. And uh, I know you and I always have fun being involved, too, so that's yeah. great. So next so, year, all right. Yeah. So uh, you have a TV show you wanted to tell me about. Have you ever heard... Of the television show, Naked Attraction. No, but it sounds spicy. Oh, it is spicy. (laughs) It is uh, a British television show. Uh, In here in Canada, I believe it's on the Out TV network. Okay. I guess some people get that. I don't know. I heard about it from somebody else. I get it, but not in HD. Oh, which uh, so I rarely would watch yeah. it. Yeah. So um, the premise behind it is dating in reverse. So somebody comes into the studio with the host and there are six large uh lit up uh boxes uh that you can't see through and there are six naked people in there and what they do is they start at the very beginning and uh they talk to the person who's they're looking for a date they're having problems because now as it turns out um we wouldn't know because we've been married for so long that it's like i i wouldn't know it personally but i guess dating is a little harder now a little harder to date so you got to find new things so this person i can't find a date uh it's really tough for me blah 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 and so they're like hey let's try something different so they go and they raise the box goes up to waist level so from the waist down these people are all naked Whoa. And it's like... So uh, we're like we're talking about like dangling... Oh, yeah. 10 pounds of dangling yes. fury. Yes. Or two pounds or, or of dangling fury. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, all all different... It's, it's Everybody's different. Okay. And everybody's beautiful in right, their own sure. way. And so then they've got to eliminate somebody from there. So now you're down to five because it's like, oh, my personal preference. I like this and I like this. And it's like very weird. Then it goes uh, from the neck down and... Still really weird, and so they eliminate somebody out of that, and all different body types and right. things. But it's like I guess they do uh, something beforehand where they say uh, um, what they're attracted to, and at least uh, every person has one thing that this person said they're attracted right. to or something. But the craziest part is now you've seen all of these people naked from the neck down. Then the next part, they go and they take the box off completely, and now you see their face and everything, right? And you're like, oh, so that's what you look like now, okay. And then the last part is they speak, so then you get to hear their voice. So up until then, you can't hear their voice, right? It is the weirdest thing, and it just proves that people are attracted to different things. Like, my wife and I watched it together, and she's like, I don't want to pick that guy. I would have picked the guy in the green box. And you're like, why do you go with this? Like, it it was the weird. And afterwards, then they go on a real date. So now it's the first time they get to see each other with their clothes on. Completely, it is whacked out. So... So are, so everyone's like the host or not the host, but the the person choosing is also naked, or so, they're choosing each other. So the uh, uh, the six people in the box are all naked. Right. Then the person who is choosing uh, who they want to go on a date with, um, right at the the second last step, they get naked so that everybody gets to see each other naked. And so is this like? Maybe this is a weird question, but is it like blurred out? No, for television or oh god, no! Like, oh no, in all its no, uh, and, uh, human glory. Oh yeah, and um, <laughs> all different body types. So I was thinking, what is this going to be? Some weird show with like um, professional dancers right. and things like that? No, like this one guy's a dentist. This lady's like a banker. We got. I like, can't tell if that's like a beautiful thing that uh, that eschews like. 
body image mm-hmm. or if it's like this weird exploity thing that uh, I, means that you get to know people based on body image and not on personality. There was one guy, one guy that was, uh, they shouldn't have had on the show. Like he was there picking these people's bodies apart and that's not what the show is about. So the, right. everybody else, it is the it is the craziest thing. And then afterwards, uh, they go on a date and then they interview them about three weeks to a month later to see if they're still uh, together and stuff like that. But it's just, it is the weirdest show I have ever seen. Right. Okay. Ever seen. That sounds interesting. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, so we only have like about a minute left uh, in our little segment here. So I have some uh, fall shows. What I'm going to do is I just I made a list of stuff that was looking that stuck out to me uh, when I was looking this up. So I'll name a show and you give me out of five your interest level in seeing Kay. it. I'm ready. So one being low, five, five being, being like the I'm best or zero, uh, zero to five. Watchmen. Five. Yeah. I mean, that we'll, we'll see what's up with that one. Uh, Wu-Tang and American Saga. Two. Two? Not a Wu-Tang fan? That of Mike's and Men uh, documentary was great. Titan Season 2. Uh, one? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I didn't I'm into the Titans, one. but it wasn't, yeah, it's not a, it wasn't a great yeah. Season like 1. I'll watch it eventually. Sure. But, yeah. Disenchantment Season 1B. Um, don't know what that is. It's the one made by the guy from The Simpsons, Mac Oh, Rainier. yes, okay, um, uh, about a three. Okay, It's Always Sunny, new uh, season. A five, can I say a six? Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Uh, Creep Show on Shudder. Ooh, um, I would give that one a five. I'm very excited. Simpsons season 31. Uh, three because Simpsons is Simpsons. Right. Uh, Batwoman. Batwoman. Oh, with uh, what's her name? Um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say a four on that one. Okay. I, I do. I think they might actually do something good with that one. Uh, Treadstone. What is that? That's the like born identity TV show. Oh, the TV show. Yes, my wife and I are going to watch that. She's very excited. So she's probably about a four to a five. I'm about a three. Okay. Castle Rock season two. Oh, four. I, lo- I love the first yeah, season. Season one was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Queer Eye in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Apparently uh, they're going to Japan. They're going to Japan. Uh, I do, you give me a number. I don't know on that uh, one. I don't know. I'd say three or four. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun show, but. Uh, it is a fun yeah. show, but Japan. I don't know. The Mandalorian. Ooh. Let's go three. We're three? Go three on that one. Yeah, I'm, oh. going, I'm going right in the middle because I don't know either way. Right. Uh, we're Fair enough. Uh, and uh, Rick and Morty season four. Um, everybody loves Rick and Morty. Everybody loves Rick, everybody and, Morty. Rick and Morty. It's uh, it's not like The Simpsons. You know, where Simpsons has three because I'm like, Simpsons is Simpsons. It's the same. Right. Sure. Rick and Morty, I might even give it a four. Right. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's some fall TV and, and what we think of it. And that's all the time we have. So we're going to throw back to Jody in the studio. Here you go. Here's Jody. Thank you, Craig. All right, so some good TV to look forward to. And we are going to now consult with Brennan. What is happening on the Pixies front, sir? So the Pixies have a brand new record that was just released this month. And it actually snuck by my radar. I had no idea it was coming out. I was looking up something else on YouTube. And I I don't remember what I was doing. And all of a sudden, I saw a new Pixies record. I was like, how did I not know about this? Um, So, of course, I had to go look in and dive in. I find a lot of my picks are things that have already happened. So I thought, let's pick something that's new and recent and ready to go. So the Pixies, for those of you who have listened to the show already, um, they were the band who changed alternative music in the late 80s, early 90s, and helped shape the face of music since then. Um, They broke up. They did a reunion tour in 2004, and it was a great reunion tour, and everyone was excited. The Pixies are back. They had this great documentary called Loud, Quiet, Loud, and everyone was super excited. Yay, Pixies are back. They did a record called Indie City, and people were saying, oh, it's okay. And then they did another one, and now here is the third one called Beneath the Airy. And if you are someone who does not know the Pixies at all and jumped in with this record, 
you might think it's a decent, solid rock record. If you're someone like me who in his yearbook quote was, <laughs> hey, have you heard of the Pixies? I'm a, I'm a bit more of a connoisseur, I'd say. That was. That was we, really in our quotes, my first one was Cool Beans, and my second one was, hey, have you heard of the Pixies? We should have hung out. So we, we should have. Um, it, Beneath the Airy is not a bad record if it was a Frank Black record. I think that's the easiest way I can say it. Okay. And in my mind, I've been trying to think of ways that I would like it better. Maybe if it was like Frank Black versus the Pixies or Frank Black and the Pixies or something. Because when Frank Black went from the Pixies and went solo, there is a definitive line in his musical style and even how he writes it more melodic and even his voice is a lot different. So, um, for example, if you were to listen to the first track of Doolittle, which is the one Pixies album that everyone has if you own one, and listen to the first little bit of Debaser, you will get an, an amazing example of the Pixies sound. Now, if you leap ahead to the Frank Black, his second solo record called Teenager of the Year, um, uh, the, the big single is called Headache, and this is the Frank Black sound. So the chords are a little more, uh, I don't want to say simple, but a bit more straight ahead. His voice is more melodic. It's more in the center of the mix, very smooth sounding. It's not as yelly and, and screechy as the Pixies were known for. So here's a bit of Headache. And then you come ahead to 2019 with Beneath the Airy, and their first single is called On Graveyard Hill. And it's not a bad tune, but if you listen to the Pixies and then Frank Black and then listen to On Graveyard Hill, it's very much Frank Black with a little bit of Pixies peppered in. <coughs> And as you go through the album, again, it's not a bad album, but it's, it's a decent Frank Black album and not a great Pixies record. Now, you could say, well, shouldn't they? I read one review and they said, well, the Pixies have now aged like I have. Fair enough, but it's just if you're going to use the name, then either do something so different it blows people's minds or try to kind of keep with the canon sound. So, for example, when Jimmy Page and Robert Plant did the uh, Led Zeppelin record but did it all acoustic using world instruments, they were doing the exact same songs, but in a way that was so different, people really gravitated towards it. So for my ears, when I think of what would the best Pixies reunion record be, mine is actually the Frank Black and the Catholics record. So if you listen to The Marxist, which is the first track on The Cult of Ray, to me this is the culmination of Frank Black and the Pixies as one group. <laughs> So it's a bit more esoteric, it's a bit more edgy, and it has sort of that energy and anger, for lack of a better term, that the Pixies always sort of seem to have. 
when I talk about Frank Black's records, I mean, Teenager of the Year, when that came out, I was working at the Vinyl Exchange when that album came out. And from the day it was released, it played at least once a day from the time <laughs> I started there to the time I quit working there. Because I know I played at least once, and if I did it, Mike Spinlow, the owner and operator at the time, he would play it. I think one afternoon on a Saturday, we played it four times in a row. But again, it was just because he made this record that was so much, this is a Frank Black sound. So the new Pixies album, not bad, but if if you're not a completist, you could probably skip it. Okay. Okay, well, maybe at the end of the show we can play something from the new thing, or maybe we'll fade out with there a little go. bit of Pixies for you. Okay, so with the very little time we have left, um, I'm just going to throw a couple of titles at you that you should read in comics. The uh, J.J. Ab- Abrams uh, Spider-Man came out this week, and it's not bad. It's uh, like Peter Parker's kid is now Spider-Man. Yeah, oh. so we're like way into the future, and it's interesting. I, I'm going to go with it. It's it's five issues, and it's something I haven't seen before, so so, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and actually try it out. Um, Napoleon Dynamite came out not great. Archie 1955, uh, a one of five that's uh, going to be coming out with uh, local hero Tom Grummet behind the helm. Uh, it's very lovely, and it is Archie, kind of more classic Archie, and the birth of rock and roll. So those are two mm-hmm. recommends that you should pick up at your comic book store this week. And that wraps up another episode of... Punch Radio. So, 